0: This is Queens of the Court. Yes! Yes!
1: <laughs> That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. I feel yeah. like a <laughs> laser show should just <laughs> pop out every time that that plays. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wow. That, was, that was pretty dope. That, that was, was pretty, pretty good. Dope. Okay. Well, that was our new uh, intro music. And, I approve. Uh, we approve. <laughs> that sounds like a time. This I
0: love it. It's Queens of the Court. <laughs> All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast produced in partnership with the WNBA.
1: I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoops. And I'm Jordan Robinson. Court is in session. It's in session.
0: Nice. I did it twice. Since oh, twice. thank travel. you. Yeah,
1: My gavel didn't you. travel. I don't have it. I feel <laughs> like something's missing from a part of me.
0: <laughs> I, I will hold the gavel down for us today.
1: Thank you. Thank You're you. Welcome.
0: You're welcome.
1: Okay. There were a lot of games over the weekend and a lot of great ones and a lot of close ones, which... It's not that I'm not I- I'm surprised, but I was excited about. I I mean, a lot of them going down to the wire. My blood pressure was up. My heart yeah. was beating fast <laughs> because there were so many. Just to run through a couple of them from Friday, the Liberty defeated the be- defeated the Sky by one point, seventy seven seventy six. Mystics defeated the Wings by one point. Aces defeated the Dream by five points. Spark defeated the Mercury by six points. And ESPN had a really great stat about all of this. The combined scoring margin of all those four games was 13 points. That's the lowest scoring margin in a single day in WNBA history with at least four games played. So my question to you, Cheryl, is we've talked a lot about a few teams that we knew were going to be at the top. But are you surprised that the parity so far, I know it's early, but so far,
0: Uh, some I am, you know, because I think in the beginning, like everybody else, we were really talking and focusing on the so-called super teams. Right. Mm -hmm. And there were other teams that we knew had some talent and were, were young and it might take some time for them to, to, I guess to kind of start gelling and, and, and be confident in, in who they are. Mm -hmm. But I think so early on in the season, especially after this weekend's games, not just Friday, but Friday in particular, like for those who didn't know, the WNBA is competitive. The WNBA (laughs) is good. So you know what it it kind of takes me back to Jordan is, again, the draft and the rookies and players who didn't make teams. And you and I have had conversations about this, about how good the league is. Mm -hmm. So for rookies who didn't make the team, I hope they're watching the games, right? And can and can truly see and understand. Like, damn, I I gotta work, right? I gotta mm-hmm. I gotta get ready so I can go and take one of those spots. But I have to say, like, I am so excited about the season being so early and how competitive and and good the games are. To me, that just means it's gonna get that
1: much better. Yes, I, that's what I was thinking too. Because this is just like a hint of when it goes to the playoff hunt and it's going to be, you know, it goes down to the final last season game because it's so competitive. Like that is really exciting to me, but one game in particular, I know we have to talk about, and that was the aces who are at the top of the standings, defeating Indiana. Who's at the bottom of the standings only by four points. And honestly, it was really two like those were two free throws at the end, but it was, Kelsey Mitchell had a chance to tie it with a layup. I know she wants that back. Um, But the fever were in that game, the entire game. They had a great start, like from the tip off, Asia Wilson versus Leah Boston. That was the battle. But what, what stood out to you in the sense that even myself, I was like, okay, let's see what this fever got. I know it's going to be a blowout, but let's see what this fever got. And they shut (laughs) me up so quick. Oh, (laughs)
0: <laughs> but I, I think everybody was probably feeling that way. I, I don't, like, I don't I know if do. I thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I necessarily thought it'd be a blowout, but I did, but I thought it would be an easy game for the Aces, mm-hmm. right? I, I think for me, what really stood out, first of all, I love me some, some Kelsey Mitchell. So yes. Kelsey, if, and when you listen, cause I know you will, I'm sending you much love, energy, big hug. It'll be all right. You'll make up for it. But like Kelsey's a bucket. Mm-hmm. You know, so that layup when she missed it, I could just see the look on her face like replay, rewind. Can I please have that back? Yes. Here, Here's what. And I even tweeted this. I was like, this fever team is fun to watch, because for me, that was really the first time I actually sat down and watched the game from the beginning to the end.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I love the pieces that they have. I love Christy Wallace coming in like Christy Wallace is a great piece for them. And, and let, I mean, we talk about Aaliyah Boston and Alyssa Smith, rightfully so Kelsey Mitchell. I, I just thought every single player that came into the game the other day for the fever, they contributed in some kind of way, whether that was rebounding or playing defense or scoring. I think it's just, again, as you said, it's early in the season. Mm -hmm. to me it's a matter of time before they get that win and the thing is last thing i'll say they're young and we talked about this they're a young team who right now like they had a 10-point lead i think right 10-point lead with i don't know four minutes to go three or four minutes to go they played not to lose
1: Mm-hmm. Instead
0: of just instead of just doing what they were doing, right? Just keep playing the way you were playing that got you the lead. They started playing tight, like, oh my gosh, this is the Ace is the number one team, the yes. super team. We're not supposed to win this game. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And so you could see that. I do think they got a couple of bad calls down the stretch, but that's neither here nor there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's a matter of time, especially for a young team. It's a matter of time before they put it together and they learn how to win close games like that. Mm -hmm. Well, and the
1: aces, the championship pedigree just jumped out. Like they they went, they outscored them 23 to nine in the last seven minutes or so in the game. And it was kind of like, they realized like, okay, we're, we're losing to Indiana, let's kick it into high gear and make sure we win this game. Um, but I think, you know, Coach Sides is has the right mindset. She's like, don't dwell on this. We have to be able to move forward. Let's. Yeah. It shows growth. And I, I think at the end of the day, we're talking about how there are so many close games, and especially for Indiana. But me and you both know, at the end of the day, it's still going to be an L on... You know, on their record. So what can you do to learn from this is more of the conversation because we're not, it's no moral victories. Oh, you fought hard. It's still going to be an L. So even if it's a bunch of those games this year, even by next year, even towards the end of the year, that's going to start to turn around just like what you were saying. So I think they're in good hands. They're going the Me right too. direction. Me
0: too. I, again, like I tweeted, this team is so much fun to watch. I want to add one thing. Another yes. thing. Please. We talked about this early on when Elena Deladon made her comment about refs not giving her calls. Like mm-hmm. I'm not a rookie. So I'm 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 gonna use that and say the refs need to stop refing Aaliyah Boston like she's a rookie. Meaning. Okay. Well, she is a rookie, but I, I think because of that, I believe Aaliyah Boston gets calls against her that if she wasn't a rookie wouldn't happen. Mm. Just you know, I, I watched the game yesterday and there were there were a couple of, of fouls and I thought they were at crucial moments. So here's the deal it's Aaliyah Boston defending Asia Wilson. Tough matchup. Not, yeah, but nine <laughs> times out of ten Asia's going to get the calls, right? Yes. yes. It's a rookie and it's Asia's a vet, I guess. You can say she's a vet now. But there were a couple of times when they called and I was like, not sure about that one. Mm -hmm. But it's going to happen. So I just wanted to put that out there and say, I, I do think they got some really tough calls down the stretch. But again, to your point, Jordan, it's they're young, the season's early. You give Kelsey Mitchell that shot again, Oh, she's gonna she's gonna it. knock it down, and yeah. you know what? And and I'll I'll live with that. I am yeah. gonna put the ball in Kelsey Mitchell's hands all day long, and oh. and allow her to go make something happen.
1: Yeah, Kelsey Mitchell had twenty two points. We all know you're a bucket, Kelsey, and I think even if it comes down to next game, you're just like you said. We're giving it to her. We're gonna keep it going. What I another close game that we also have to talk about is the Chicago Sky. It it's. It's time to talk about the sky. It is time to talk about the sky. They are four three this season. On Friday, they lost to the Liberty like I mentioned earlier by one point in Chicago. Brianna Stewart, Brianna Stewart secured the win, seven seconds left. But on Sunday, they traveled to New York and defeated the Liberty by four points. and they were down by 19 points, Cheryl. 19 points people were packing it up the popcorn was getting packed up in the concession stands people thought this one was over and then they have someone named kalia copper who finished with 27 points she had let me look at my notes she had like 17 in the third quarter she had 17 points in the third quarter she basically ignited this comeback by herself um courtney williams had 12 points including 10 in the fourth quarter. And this is what she had to say about playing a so-called super team and beating them. I mean, that we can beat anybody. Um, I think, uh, you know, it's so much hype around the super team. I mean, no shade but shade. And it's like, at the end of the day, we're here too. You know what I mean? And we're going to come out every night and, and we're going to play Chicago Sky basketball. So
0: we already woke.
1: You know what I mean? It's just Y'all got to wake up. <laughs> that is the most Courtney Williams love piece of Courtney Williams <laughs> yeah. that I think I could have ever heard in my yeah. life. But is
0: she wrong, Cheryl? Like, she's not. No, no. she said, We already woke, I, we just need y'all to wake up. Like, that is so Courtney Williams, and I that's besides her talent. Like, that's what I love about Courtney. Courtney just keeps it real and is going to tell you what she thinks, how she thinks, how she feels all the time. But no, she's not wrong. I loved her quote unquote super teams shade, but no shade or no shade, but shade. However she put it, I was like, okay, it's true. So Mm -hmm. I, I was one of those people watching the game yesterday. Was that yesterday? Yeah. Yeah.
1: We're recording this on That
0: yep. I'm watching the game and I'm like, okay, I know the Liberty, they're this so-called super team. But Chicago, I need y'all to show up. Because there was a point in the game, I was like, really? 19 points? Yeah. Is, yeah. is, is New York that good? Or is Chicago that bad? But you know what I loved? Because I, I didn't leave. I continued to watch the game from my couch. Same. I love the fact that not one single player on the sky looked worried looked concerned like oh okay we'll show up but I want to mention this one player who shame on me that I was not like had not really watched her play did not know her game Robin Parks
1: Mm, uh
0: I love that kid's game (laughs) <laughs> you I got a new fan. Watched play. Well, I watched the like I, I sat and watched the game yesterday. Right? Cuz I knew what Kai would do and even Courtney at one point was quiet. Courtney turned it on in the fourth quarter, I think.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Courtney had was 10 huge in, the in the
0: fourth quarter. But mm-hmm. Robert Parks coming out defending, she hit some crucial threes for them. I was like on my phone Google. I was like, who is this kid? Where does she come from? Um listen. Do not sleep on the sky. I'm gonna tell Courtney Williams right now. Courtney, I was sleep, but I am awake now. Please forgive me because the sky, <laughs> the sky, and, and they're doing this without Izzy. Let's not forget they're,
1: Izzy Harrison is still out. She and, and they didn't have um Dana Evans on Sunday either. Yep. She was yep. with the illness. Rebecca Gardner has a foot injury. Izzy is out, so they're not even fully loaded, but it seems like even you, you know, we don't talk a lot about Marina Mabry either, but mm-hmm. just like a tough lineup of Ka, Courtney Williams, and Marina Mabry, they're gonna win in a fight like nine out of ten times. Like I'm yeah. I'm picking that that lineup yeah. to go to battle with. You like, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like they they some dogs. They D-A-W-G-S. some dogs. W C S. Yes. WGS. Yes. And and they, they mesh well together. And, and the start of the game, you know, when New York was building their lead, it was Courtney VanderSloot's time to shine because, you know, you playing against your former team, you're definitely going to play extra better. Um, Yeah. But it was, it was the unit of Chicago that came back. But I will say that final like minute, the Liberty fell apart. Like they did not finish that game well. And I have a little breakdown. So Courtney Vandersloop makes the layup 59 seconds left. Liberty's only down by two. Then Stewie fouled Courtney Williams like on the other end of the court, mm-hmm. like way far mm-hmm. from the basket. So that was two free throws. Then they give up an offensive rebound on the free throw for the Chicago Sky, if you remember that. Then Sabrina Inescu gets an offensive foul. Like Mm -hmm. they just Mm -hmm. fell apart Mm -hmm. at the end of that game. And so when we talk about the Liberty being this championship team, this is something they're going to have to learn from as well of how to close out a game, close out, especially keep your foot on the gas pedal if you're winning by 19 points, first of all, and don't (laughs) let it even come down to that. So I think both teams could, the Chicago can build off of this in the momentum in the right way. But the Liberty are going to have some things to look at, too, for I don't think Brianna Stewart got enough touches. Like, there was so no. many things that no. went wrong.
0: Well, he- here's my thing. I'm I'm watching because I know we're talking about the sky, but I want to turn to the Liberty for one second because I'm watching the game right down the stretch. And I'm looking, seeing who's on the floor. And I'm like, where's John Cole Jones? Yes, I have that in my notes. So here's I my have question. That. Yes. Is. Is, is John Quail still injured where, mm-hmm. you know, she's still struggling going through that. So she's not ready. Um, my other question is. Is. Was this the right move for John mm. I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. Don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. I don't know. But there was a player who was on the floor that I think should have been on the floor, who I think will probably end up starting for the Liberty. And if she doesn't, she should. And that is MJ. Johannes, oh, Johannes. I, oh, 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 that girl is so nice. She's, She's nice. so She's nice. nice. <laughs> She's like, nice. oh goodness. Sorry. I know we're talking about the sky, but <laughs> I love her, love her game, but it's, I mean, I know it's still early in the season, but that's a game that's that's a game
1: game where JJ could have made a difference and that's that's why I I looked up she's only averaging 18 minutes a game right now I don't know if that's her injury but when the when the sky got that offensive rebound off the free throw at a critical time at the end of the game I'm looking at Jonquo Jones on the bench like why Mm -hmm. like she could have helped you get that rebound like so that was just a, a head scratcher and she has her towel Over her mouth, she doesn't look injured. She looks very much frustrated, like we are. Why she looks pissed? Yes, sorry. Yes, that's what she
0: looked like. Because here's my thing with with the lineup of Jonquil Jones, Brianna Stewart, and Courtney Vandersloot. You had a 19 point lead in that game. That's a game that you have to win. Mm -hmm. With just and I'm not mentioning any other player. Just with those three players alone, that's enough experience. Talent should be hard, determination, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That just with the three of them leading that squad, you have to find a way to win that game. Mm -hmm. But the sky said, Oh no, (laughs) we are going to find a way to win this game. Yeah, that was a good one. That That was was a good good one one for TV. Yes, that was a good one. That was a good Mm -hmm.
1: one. Um, Okay, sky's upcoming schedule. They have Tuesday against the Fever, Friday against the Sparks for this week. So we'll see if they can build off of this. I think if you go game, you can only get ga- go game by game in this league. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're, they're standing sitting at four and three, I think are shocking. A lot of people they've come to play. I know James Wade don't play. So they come to play every single time and all right, go sky. Ah, uh, If you, <laughs> what did Courtney say? We were already woke.
0: we just need everybody else to wake up yeah
1: okay Okay. well hopefully you guys are awake because we're about to take a break (laughs) we're going to take a break and we're going to talk about some other breakout players of the season which I'm so excited about we'll be right back welcome back Two queens of the court and it's time to talk about the one and only the unicorns of the league so far but we got to start with Alyssa Thomas because Cheryl even when we were talking about the segment you're like Alyssa Thomas could have her own segment because of what she's doing right now her 10th season in the WNBA but she's making it look easy honestly like you can see the effort but what she's doing night in and night out is incredible and this Connecticut Sun she's been with the Connecticut Sun her entire career but on Thursday versus the Lynx she became the only WNBA player to record at least 16 points, 9 rebounds and 16 assists <laughs> 16 assists
0: <laughs> uh that's crazy it's Listen, actually crazy. It's crazy <laughs> for anybody, but especially, I, I don't know if she's a three, a four, a five. She's a one, two, three, four, five. It, it, 16 assists for any player. It's crazy. Let alone a player of at,
1: at Alyssa Thomas's position. Yes.
0: And just it, to add on that. It's just unheard
1: of. Let me just provide even more context to that. Like, Alyssa Thomas is a forward. She set the franchise record with 16 assists. And previously, it was 14 by Lindsey Whalen. That goes mm. all the way back to 2004. Lindsey Whalen, one of the best point guards in WNBA history. The 16 assists that Alyssa Thomas hit, it tied Sabrina Inescu, Courtney Bandersloot, Tisha Pinachero for the second highest total in WNBA history. She is a forward. <laughs> These are all point guards.
0: <laughs> yeah, listen, when I when when I said AT could have her own segment. I said that because I think she's very deserving of her own segment. And not only do do we, and I mean we as a as a the public or social media or whatever, Mm-hmm. I don't think we're giving Connecticut enough credit right now oh, for yeah. what they're doing, but in a whole different category, I'm going to put AT because I, there are times I feel like AT gets a bad route because people call her dirty, but what they don't mm-hmm. talk about is how good she is. Mm-hmm. Listen, AT gets it done on both ends of the floor. For people who are listening, who may remember, AT reminds me of Atasha Tasha Byers.
1: Ooh. Do you remember Tato? That's a that's a deep cut. That's for the the big fans. It is. This is for the real WNBA fans.
0: Toto was like came in, did whatever she had to do, offense, defense. She could score the basketball, but she was going to defend. She was going to rebound. She was going to run the floor. And Toto was like, she was just tough, right? Mm-hmm. She was she was mean but not in a bad way. She was mean on the court when she was playing and you knew she was all about her business. And that's 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 what AT reminds me of. But I want to say to her, you know, people always talking about giving people their flowers. Listen. There are not enough flowers in the world for me to give to AT. Mm-hmm. because I think everything she not only what she's doing this year she's been doing this right it's been
1: consistent
0: yeah yeah but when JJ left and when when Jazz left I think a lot of people were like oh my goodness like they lost two key pieces they lost the coach which is true because we had a conversation about this but to be able to have consistency is important and not just with the coach. So you, Dewana Bonner, right. And AT, I think that is a hell of a duo that not a lot of people are talking about. And Mm -hmm. I just want to say what AT is doing this year. And I know the season's early, She's been very consistent, and I don't expect any of that to change anytime soon. So kudos to AT. AT is getting it done. AT is leading this Connecticut Sun team, and mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what she does in the next game, whenever they play. When do they play, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs>
1: they play it soon. It's going to be great. It's going to be a show every single time. I want oh to gosh. add two things. You mentioned Dewana Bonner. I saw this tweet, and it just – was picture perfect of how we don't give Connecticut enough credit and specifically Dewana Bonner. She scored 13 points in the last game and she moved to 11th all time scoring in WNBA history. Yeah. Why are not we talking we about that? Lisa Leslie. Are you kidding me? And they're on the same team. And Dewana is such a great, you know, I love that there are a couple in real life too, Alyssa Thomas and Dewana yeah, Bonner. Because yeah. Yeah. yeah chemistry on the court is incredible but here's my question to you Cheryl about Connecticut because we have seen we've heard this song before where they've had a hot start in the season and they played their butts off in the regular season but when it comes down to getting over the hump and getting to you know getting deep into the playoffs even the finals they just can't get it done They've moved some pieces away. They've taken mm-hmm. away JJ. They've taken away Kurt Miller. Does recency bias, like, I feel like it's it's making me pause of how to get too excited for right now because I'm like, are they just going to break my heart again at the end of the season? You know, and I, I hear you, but yeah. I, I feel a little
0: differently. Okay. And, and this isn't anything I know. It's just me as a player or former player, right, saying – maybe they moved the pieces that they needed to move and now they can get over the hump. Okay. Some, some, sometimes change isn't always a bad thing. Yeah. And I don't know if, I don't know if that was Kurt Miller or JJ or Jay. I don't know, but they seem to really like each other, right? The new pieces, Stephanie White has them playing really well, like kind of sort of like a fresh start for everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna say this might be the year that they get over that hump. Oh. I am, I am, I am.
1: <laughs> this is how you can tell we're just super fans of the whole league because <laughs> I think every episode we've said somebody different is winning the title this I year. I'm <laughs> not ready to
0: look maybe it's Aces, maybe it's
1: the Mystics, maybe it's Connecticut. Like everybody's so good, and we want everyone to succeed. But I think or hold on. According to Courtney Williams, maybe it's the Chicago Sky. Maybe it's the Chicago Sky. We've wake up. We didn't sleep. My bad, my bad. Okay, that's something to, to definitely keep in our back pocket as we see Connecticut progress over the season. But this is a really great start for them. But somebody else who's been having a really hot start, who is finally healthy and we are seeing for, I feel like the first time of what she can do, is Satu Sabli with the Dallas Wings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She is killing it. And I think with the Wings, we talk about Arike, Agumawale, and we focus so much on her and it's really been all on Arike's shoulders for the past couple seasons but Satu feels healthy she got to rest more in the offseason she said that she's playing pain-free for the first time in a really long time and you know she's newer in the WNBA she was drafted in 2020 as the second overall pick out of Oregon but She's something different this year. Mm-hmm. She has mm-hmm. some in her eyes, mm-hmm. like it is a a vengeance. A I, I don't know what it is, but she is a straight killer out there.
0: All of that, yeah. I love it. I love to see it. I, there's something we said the same thing about EDD being being healthy, right? Mm-hmm. You can't you can't play at your best when you're injured when you're hurt when you have nagging injuries when you're constantly worried about injuries you just Uh can't and so to hear her say for the first time she's healthy she feels stronger she stayed here worked on her game and it shows i i love Satu at what is she a three She's playing the three. She's like a
1: stretch three. She's a
0: perfect height. She looks more more muscular. I love her body type. Everything about she looks confident. Mm -hmm. She's just getting it done. What is she at? 22 points a game, which is third, 10, 11 rebounds per game. Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So when you talk about like breakout players, Mm -hmm. I. I don't think we, we consider A.T. a breakout player because she's been no, doing this. No, we knew that. yeah She's been doing that. this, right? But mm-hmm. Satu absolutely has to be at the top of the list when you talk about breakout players this season. Yeah. And, and to your point, I'm sorry, to your point, Arike has been like, everybody talks about her, what, what she brings, and we know what she brings. But we might need to start talking about Sato a little bit more.
1: A little bit more. And it's like, could it be, you know, at first I was like, okay, is this most improved player conversations? But it's, it feels different because she hasn't really played a full season. Like she, she only played 11 games last season. So we were, we still didn't see everything that she can do, but people are saying on the Twitter's world, MVP conversation, this is her last six games. 25 points, 17 points, 24 points, 23 points, 18 points, 14 rebounds, 26 points, 14 rebounds. Like, not only is she third in points, third in rebounds, she's tied for fourth in steals. (laughs) Like, she's just doing everything. (laughs) Listen, those are are no doubt MVP-like
0: numbers. Yeah. So, to me, what it will come down to is how well does Dallas do? right. Now they're winning. Yeah. Cuz you yeah, because right now if you an early MVP race or MVP conversation, there's no way I'm leaving um Sato off of my list. There's no mm-hmm. way I'm leaving AT off of my list. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, no doubt. No, <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. The Wings are sitting at uh 3 and 3. So I I mean, I think it's only up from here because I think Arike did not have a great game last game and they still made it a close contest against the Connecticut sun. And I think that's because they have other weapons this year and it's not all on her shoulders. So the wings are, they're going to be flying high. We know what they're, what they can do.
0: Last yeah, player. They,
1: there's some, there's some pieces there. Some last really player that pieces we, there. we have to talk about and give some flowers to in this episode Lexi Brown with the LA Sparks, my girl Lexi.
0: <laughs> Come on, sexy Lexi.
1: <laughs> she don't Neca, kill you. Neca
0: ne- no. Well, you know, Neca gave us permission to call her that during AU. She was like, "Oh, that's sexy, Lexi." But can yeah, to your point, Lexi. Not only was she shooting the three, Lexi was scoring in from all facets. She, she was making them look like the home. nice little pull up jumper. Yeah. Yeah. She, look, was laying it up, was leaving the hand up there. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I can do that too. Oh, she looks so good in the game the other night against the Mercury.
1: Had 26 points in the overtime win, and she's averaging 14.4 on the season. But the confidence mm-hmm. through the crypto.com arena's roof. Like you can't contain it. You can't contain it. And I think one of my favorite things about Lexi, not only her just being a really great human being, but she is a wonderful testament of the road to get to where you are meant to be yes. is not linear. You can go yes. all different ways yes. and curves, and you know, twenty twenty one, she was waived by the Lynx one day into training camp. Then she was picked up by the sky, waved again, then resigned by the sky. She wins a championship with the sky. But she told me she was like, "Ah, I wanted it to feel a little bit more like I was a part of it. Yep. yep. And, you know, she she really put the work in. I remember she told me in an interview, you know, I think that was this was last year. Like, a guaranteed contract is, like, what she's working for. She's like, this is when I would know that I I made it and I felt secure and I didn't have to keep looking over my shoulder. So your first wave or when the first team doesn't work out, that is not the end of your story. And Lexi is such a great testament to that as she is balling out of control. She fits perfectly in the Sparks offense. It is... Definitely more offenses uh revolving around her this season, which I think is nice to see. She's killing it. Yeah, Try you know,
0: some- Jordan, everything that you just said about Lexi and, and to every player out there who may listen or you know, got cut, right? Mm-hmm. To your point, Lexi Brown is the epitome of determination, mm-hmm. of resilience, right? Lexi didn't, she didn't feel sorry for herself. She didn't feel bad and say, Whoa is me. Oh well, I got cut. Hopefully next year. She continued to put in the work. Yeah. I, I remember, um, I guess two years ago with Athletes Unlimited, and this year with Athletes Unlimited, Lexi came out and played and balled and worked on her game. I'm not saying that's the reason why she is, you know, with the Sparks and has found her a home. I think she's mm-hmm. found a home with the Sparks. But I will say watching her play in Athletes Unlimited. I could just see the confidence. I could oh, see yeah. she had this look in her face like, I, I, can, I can play with these players, uh-huh. right? And it's not just the players and Athletes Unlimited, but even the players in the W. But let's let's also say there were at least 20 players in Athletes Unlimited who were playing in the W. And so I'm right. talking about talent, right? Lexi Brown said, let, let me figure out what I need to do. Where do I need to get better? Let me continue to work on my game because I know I belong. So shout out to her and kudos to her for putting the work in, for being determined. And she now has found a home and Lexi is getting it done. Yes,
1: sexy Lexi. (laughs) (laughs) Now the sparks got to keep, keep winning. And I I think again, all of these conversations, um, you know, the MVP conversations or most improved, all of those awards, it does a little bit stipulate on the record of, of the team. So I'm going to be watching the Sparks because I love my Sparks. But keep going on the the win column for them. I feel like they've just – we were just talking about the back-to-back games against the same teams. I feel like they played Phoenix like five times so far. (laughs) but They won in overtime on Friday. Um, So we'll be keeping an eye out on all these players. I love this little segment. We might have to bring back some breakout players or who stood out of the week. Every week, because that was nice. I like that. Give some flowers. I like that. Give some kudos. Okay. Yep. Well, we'll be right back with the tweet of the week, and we will wrap up this episode. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. We're still here. It's us.
0: Hi, (laughs) We always
1: love to wrap up with the tweet of the week. And this one, Cheryl, I actually LOL'd, like laughed out loud. The Chicago Sky social team, they were on the the Courtney Williams track of (laughs) they were loving this game over the New York Liberty. And Chicago Sky, just as an account, really won Twitter this weekend. Um, (laughs) One tweet after the win Something, something, quote, revenge tour. Anyways, good night. <laughs> if I love that. We can that. flip to the the other one they did. Super team, teenage dream, light the beam, Krispy Kreme, it don't matter. With the <laughs> oh emoji, no. read clap. it right. It don't matter. Sky win. Sky win. <laughs> with the graphic oh of the gosh. final score. Oh I gosh. mean, what? All caps. It don't matter. I and mean, Kalia Copper, we talked about it at the top of the show. She had 27 points. So they also tweeted Kalia cop her. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> like she's that girl. Yeah. Her she was an all caps player yes. of the game. Just right, so good. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. good. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. Chicago Sky Twitter, you guys were in your bag this yeah, weekend. Love and you, all of that. You del- deserve all of it. Um, okay. Some upcoming games for the week. I think for both of us, we're gonna have it circled. Tuesday night, Las Vegas and Connecticut, and then they play again on Thursday night. So that's a big week because Vegas could go undefeated. They can be eight and zero by the end of the week. Or Connecticut can move into that first spot by the end of the week. So I think those are going to be kind of must, must watch. Um, I'll be tuned in. Oh, yeah. So it-
0: I- well, and, and, and I want to say this, even though Connecticut hasn't said it, but just like Courtney Williams was like, we've been woke. Everybody else needs to wake up. I'm sure the Connecticut sun is feeling the same way because mm-hmm. everybody's talking about the Aces, the Liberty, and 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 the Connecticut Sun is like an afterthought. So oh, yeah. that one at Connecticut in particular
1: is the one I'm really looking forward to watching. Ooh, ooh, ooh. okay. Well, there's a lot, a lot of great games uh, this weekend. I think the Fever and Chicago game uh, on Tuesday night will also be a good one. Can the Fever bounce back? Can Chicago keep the momentum? There's a lot of storylines heading into into that one, but. Mm-hmm. A lot of great games and we'll be back next week to talk about them. But before we go, I do want to shout out team USA for winning gold in the FIBA three X three world cup. This is a four member team, Cameron Brink, Haley Van Leth, kind of the young stars. They're still in college, but former WNBA players, Linnea Harper and Sierra Burdick who have been in the three X three circuit for years, grinding it out. And this is the first time USA has won a three x three World Cup title since 2014. So, I I was encouraged what by else? how well they were playing. Haley Lith, we know what she's gonna do, and now she's gonna do it in an LSU uniform, which is scary, Ooh. Ooh. scary. <laughs> but Cameron Brink, just from hosting, you know, Pac-12 last season, I think three x three is really going to build her game up. So I'm excited that they that they won that title and inching closer and closer to Paris Olympics too.
0: Well, and, and the thing that that does is playing 3x3, it, it helps you really work on and define your one-on-one skills, mm-hmm. Off- offensively and defensively. So to your point, that will absolutely help Cameron Brink. But I I want to shout out Linnea Harper and Sierra Burdick because I think a lot of people probably forgot about the two of them, right? Played in the W. Um, I'm not really sure how long Sierra or Lene played, but the fact that they're still doing their thing and to have an opportunity to play USA basketball doesn't really matter what format, if that's 5-on-5 five five or 3x3. Mm-hmm. The fact that they get an opportunity to do that and they're still doing it and bringing home goal tons of flowers to you kudos to you shout out to you and uh
1: way to go usa yeah USA. okay Okay. that's all you're gonna get (laughs) (laughs) well that's it for us please follow rate and review this show it's available on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast i know we say it every single week but it really does make a difference so give us those five stars we deserve it and if there's
0: something else you want to hear us discuss, let us know on social media. You can find me at airswoop 22 and Jordan. Y'all know she's got that brand new handle. Here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. She's now at HeyJordanR.
1: <laughs> Plus, we have a new listener email address. You can send us questions or feedback or just say hi at queensofthecourt at odyssey.com
0: queens of the court is an odyssey original created in partnership with the
1: wnba the show is produced by alex ozzi the executive producer is lena moss blazer social media assistance from isabella apple and imaging from t-storm battle court court is adjourned it's
0: have a great week everybody